Welcome back. Episode six. I'm joined by Justin Wheeler. Justin, tell us what you do. Tell us about you. Tell us everything crane people need to know. All right. All right. So, like I said, my name is Justin Wheeler. I'm a uh, music ed major uh, with concentrations in trumpet, voice, band track, jazz, and general honors. Um, so uh, pretty much I'm just a trumpet player who likes to sing on the side. I'm in two studios, had a couple recitals. Uh, you want to check that out, just hit me up. Um, but yeah, like I feel I do a lot. I'd like to be involved. I do a lot with the uh, Latin ensemble, jazz ensembles here. Um, I run the pep band. Um, you name it, I, I try to be a part of it and just trying to get as much as I can while I'm here. I love it. Yeah, so you mentioned Double Studios. We had Bella on last week. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Bella. Um, Bella was an instrumentalist and an instrumentalist, uh, instrumental studio, instrumental studio, but she was band and orchestra. You're band and voice. So you want to talk a little bit about like the differences between those two studios, two areas, and like what you got out of being in both of them. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I did... I did my so I did all the way through my performer certificate on trumpet. So I kind of took more of the performance aspect and going through with the um, trumpet side because I know I, I just uh, recently applied to grad schools to uh, go. to go for uh, trumpet performance and stuff like that. But um, what I I really missed out voice in my first semester here at college, and um, it was just one of those things that I've always incorporated with my trumpet playing and. Um, so I'm trying to uh, just take aspects of the singing and learning proper techniques. So if I ever, um, um, I really like taking all those voice aspects and putting it towards my trumpet playing. And um, I want a proper technique, whether if that's me singing for a student for just trumpet, singing in the classroom when I'm conducting. And I want to do a lot of studies with like audiation of pitch and like yeah. hearing your pitch before you play it and stuff like that. Just trying to connect the fields a little more. I feel like there's too much of a disconnect because why is it a vocalist and an instrumentalist when it should just be a musician and you should be I able should, to do yeah. both things and even strings, like everything should be one and apart. So you think, you think that being a vocalist and an instrumentalist is is like integral well not only integral important to yeah, the development of i i think i think they they go hand in hand in i hand. think um you you really can't have one without the other and if you do it's just going to cause you more difficulties in the in the future because you sh singing your part is just one of the greatest things you can do and putting your head and uh vice versa just it's giving when you put taking out an instrument you're just adding a new aspect and a new uh new field that you have to pick up and try yeah. to multitask and all that that's that's really interesting too because in that, thinking about it now i can only think of how many times dr doyle or you know pseudo professor working in a group has said sing your part right it's like all right here we go we're going to match it, up our rhythms yeah, right here like here we go like say that. it in what, what articulation are you using it's just it's so it's a useful tool a useful tool that we just shouldn't we, we shouldn't hold back we should let that go out yeah Next semester, you're student teaching. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, you're leaving us so. here on campus, and you're focusing on becoming an educator. Mm -hmm. Is your end goal? Because you mentioned you conduct the back clause, you did um, a little bit of community band. So conducting is a big what you're doing. Are you focusing on wind thing, like you know, wind band more, or are you thinking of going the conduct uh, choral teacher route? Like, which one do you think is going to be a, a goal for you to reach? So after. Ultimately, I think um, being a wind band a wind band director is like what I really want to do, but um, I, I don't want to close myself off and not say like I won't conduct a choir or anything like that because um, it's just music is music, 
I, I enjoy I enjoy uh, all the all the band classics and I enjoy conducting uh, bands, but I also really value choral music and that yeah. um, it's just it's just why why uh, why keep myself closed in and only be on a band side, That's open true. it up and even orchestras and stuff. Uh, conducting is conducting. I'll, I'll conduct a mariachi band if you want to. Like I want, we got to do something, right? You know. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's awesome, and I, I think it's a really, it's a really good thing. And I think bringing it up too is in terms of like vocalists and being an instrumentalist go together very nicely. Um, and you've done ensembles where you've played and you've sung in them, i.e., Mamba Legends Orchestra's very own Funny with the Crane Line Ensemble. How does that like? How is that going from like? Is there like a switch you have to you know put on, or is it just like? Like you said, if it goes together, then you th it's, it's probably not too... Yeah, I, I think... Well, I, I will say it's a little easier for me because I've, I've been doing that uh, as long as I can remember. You know, you always did those choir concerts and then band concerts. They were the same concert. It was just one into the next. But I think... Um, it, I, don't think I don't think of it being two different things. It's just, oh, right now I got a trumpet in front of me and I'm going to solo over and I'm going to play, play my heart out. And then when I'm singing, it's like... What's the meaning of the words, and uh, how can I really uh, spread a message? The, the whole the whole point is always spreading a message. It's just a little easier with lyrics to the audience, so that just creates it, it creates. I have to invoke the message a little easier and clearer with the words, but with my trumpet playing, it's like I can just close my eyes and whatever comes out my horn is what the message already is already being received. Yeah. It's a little easier with trumpet, in my opinion. As as, as crazy as even though you have as men, you have the words and you can give the message through text. I think um, it's just it's just understood a little bit more with the trumpet playing because it's uh, it feels a little more natural, just coming because it's coming from within. All those ideas are mine, and it's stuff like that. That's why I really cherish improvising and stuff like that, and singing. I wish we could do more scatting and more yeah. styles like that. Yeah, that's interesting. I love that perspective on it. It's it's nice getting perspective on, on things like that. You talked about. Applying to grad school, yeah. You talk about student teaching, so like we're five years. What will Justin Wheeler be doing? You think? Wow, that that is a really, really. It's so tough. Um, I feel like if it's all working out, I'll either be there's there's two options, and it's either if I can make it to a doctorate with trumpet, and I can make it that route, I would I would love to get it. If not, I could see myself doing a trumpet degree for two years, and if I don't get into any schools after that, or if I'm not motivated to keep going with the trumpet playing and want to be in the classroom, sit down for a couple of years and conduct and teach and then maybe apply for a master's in conducting. I, I feel like it, it's a little too early to know what's actually going to happen, especially just because I submitted these first apps now. But once I see what schools are offering and I, who knows, I might even go into teaching right after student teaching. Yeah. I, I really, I, I think ideally though in five years, I'm, I'm still in school and trying to I wouldn't say perfect my craft, but really try to uh, get it to a level that I can uh, teach at any level from collegiate all the way down to pre-K. That's it's, it's awesome. Just being, like you said, because you're doing instrumentalist, vocalist, pre-K to whoever. This guy can teach anybody. Um, all right, so we'll, we'll wrap it up a little bit. Every week I bring somebody on. It's becoming a bit of a theme, but I, I keep people on their toes when they come on. But you picked... I asked them to pick a place that has significance to them. If you can't tell where we are, that's the Hosmer box office, Hosmer lobby. A little festive. We got candlelight coming up. What was what was the uh, motive behind Hosmer lobby? So, 
You know, um, I, I guess if I had to pick an ideal location, we, we would have done Korean Commons. I, I'm really in there all the time, but there was just Commons. a lot. There's just, you know, they opened, they opened up the, um, they opened up the Commons this past week. It's been a little loud in there and I wanted something, I wanted somewhere really quiet where we can soak it in. And I feel like all my, a lot of my favorite memories happened in Hosmer Hall because I feel like I've heard so many great concerts through Ani, uh, through CSO, you name it. I, I, through the years, I've heard so many amazing musicians in this hall in particular. And then I feel like uh, uh, even more connection to uh, the lobby in itself is uh, freshman year. Freshman? Yeah, freshman year there was a, um, or maybe even sophomore, but pardon me, but uh, it's, um, we did a scavenger hunt through NAFME and we went all over Crane and it's just, there's every location, I, I reflect back to that moment for some reason because we were just running around like crazy and trying to get these things done and checked off. Team squeakers, if you know what I mean. Um, but yeah, it's just, there's, there's no, I don't have the strongest connection, but I have very fond musical moments coming from Hosmer Hall and in this lobby. So I think that's why we took this location. Something new, change it up. Let's change it up. I like having different ones every week. Mm -hmm. We'll cross it off. We're gonna be everywhere. Um, also, shout out to NAFME. Gotta give a big shout out to NAFME. Um, yeah, that's, it's a great spot. It's a lovely place. And it's just got a great acoustic, so I'm curious to see how this is gonna sound. Yeah. <laughs> In production. Um, all right, a couple more. I'm gonna throw you a new one. I'm gonna shout anybody out or anything out. Anybody or anything. I know your recitals are done. Or anybody you think would be a good challenge for me to interview. A challenge would be fun. Well, I will say this. I do have one challenge for you. Okay. I feel like I feel like I feel like you have to get a teacher on this podcast. Yeah. And I feel like. I feel like um, who, who I think Doctor. Have you done Doctor McCoy with any of your other podcasts? I did Dr. McCoy. You did it with your okay. Tune in, tune in. Sorry, tuned in. in. Check out Doctor Peter McCoy, episode seventeen. Okay, word. So check great. that out. Great. So great. that's our, so here that so that was the first uh, first thing that came about Doctor McCoy. No. If I uh, um, I think Doctor Borden would be a great Doctor Doctor B would be great. Um, I think Doctor Docker would be a good. And you and and I only have I've I only have Doctor Docker for orchestra tech, but I feel like he you could have a really good conversation, especially about music education, being a string professor, and uh, he taught a lot in the uh, uh, in the urban schools of low uh, poverty in North Carolina before he came up yeah. here, and I think that would be a, a really good music ed talk if you want something to add to either this or even. Uh, Tuned in. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. You know, the one, the nice thing about Andy is uh, having having these two podcasts going at once. You know, it's like, it's like you you got so much content. Like you you could throw you could throw anyone. I think that would be a great topic for that. Um, I don't know. Maybe one of the, one of the other crane creatures. If you know what I mean. Shout out to the crane creatures. My crane commoners over there. Um, uh, yeah. It's not often. I get a shout out from the guest. Appreciate it. Well, because you're the man. Any sense of man. Sure. Um, and the final question, is there any parting words you want to give to the listeners, people of Crane, anything you want to say? Yeah, I just, uh, I want to thank everyone for their time and you've all really helped me grow as a musician and um, I really value all the opportunities I had at this school, performing in all these ensembles, being able to do combos, playing in recitals, you name it, I really feel like I've, uh, I've, I've had every opportunity at this school and I, I, if, I have, if I have any wise words is I know it can be a lot at the school, but uh, really take every opportunity. To yeah, so my bad here. Um, the audio cut out. Justin saying take every opportunity to perform, make friends, be happy, be a good person. 
and have fun. And then I take the mic. I say, thank you for listening. Justin, you're awesome. Thank you, listeners. I will see you all around. Have a great week. Goodbye. And the music plays us out. (laughs) 